0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to yet another installment of Ask PJ Braun here at the Blackstone Labs headquarters. Don't you, don't you love how, how
1: uh, Josh's radio voice has evolved into like the sexy like, Barry White voice? Now, I only do it
0: for the intro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, watch you got to watch last week's, at the beginning of the episode last week, just watch him in the first minute. That's uh, all I'm, I'm going to say.
0: <laughs> I, only I've, you and I, I know. I, I fucking laughed so hard when I Only you week. and I know. <laughs> Nobody else knows. <laughs> so do we want to, uh, the, we, we have a lot of questions, so we're probably going to skip out on the bantering for now. Cause we banter quite an, a bit in between them mm. unintentionally. I apologize for not doing the podcast last week, guys. It was just a lot going on
1: with the, my BPJ finale. And um, I did come attempt to do it and it just wasn't going to happen. And um, there are so many things going on. We had numerous guests. Um, and it, it just realistically, I, I couldn't fit it into my schedule. Um, Oh, this is coming off. Um, I um, love doing the podcast. So it wasn't because I didn't want to do it. It was just you know, trying to to run the show, do the the, the pseudo show and everything else. There was a day where it was a do or die day. I was going to tell this story. It was a do or die day that had to go down the way that it it needed to go down for it to work. And it didn't go down of all reasons why. Because I couldn't shave my pubes the night before, nothing worse than that situation. It's a terrible situation to be in. So I'll also admit that yeah, I've been a little bit lazy this year as far as pubes shavage. But when you shave your body for a competition, you you shave everything, pubes, everything, right? So I don't shave anymore. I'm 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 old, you know, like. You just you get to a stage in life where, where you're like, ah, I don't care. Look, you don't, you, you don't you care. You got hair on your arms. I've never you, shaved my yeah, arms. Yeah, you're like, fuck it, right? I've shaved my arms one time. When, when you're bodybuilding, to... some of my bodybuilder friends, they, they shave like multiple times a week. I
0: don't get that. So, no, what I don't understand is the fact that like whether they're competing or not, like Sammy shaves his legs. Yep. You're like what? All the time. I, what? Why, so, why would you put I'm that just, extra burden? I'm not that hairy anyway, so I'm lucky,
1: but I haven't shaved in, in a long time. So I was like, man, I got to shave my body before the girl comes to tan me. Now, here's the deal. Anyone that's done a show knows this. You can't just take a razor to long hair. So you just can't. You got to take clippers and you got to clip everything first. Or if you have an electric shaver, you can do that. But you got to do a, a pre-shave grooming. And if you get yourself a cheap set of, uh, you know, barbershop clippers, everybody's got those ball fro clippers that they have. And that you got to go over everything. So I, I've had one forever. And to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure Gabe Moan has it now. Thanks oh, a lot, Gabe. Man. Um, cause he needed to do his body grooming before the show when he stayed at my house. So I was going to shave my, my body at 11 o'clock that night and then do everything the next morning while I went to do it. I had nothing. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So I had to go to Sally's beauty supply in, in the morning and it, they don't, open. they actually, they actually open pretty early. They open at nine o'clock, I believe. Right. But I had all this stuff going on and it was, it was all like literally hour by hour by hour laid out. And so that. In that hour, that time that I went from my house to Sally's to get the thing to shave my body to then do the actual razor to shave my body, that hour that I lost, it was about an hour, was the hour that I had only left for the podcast. And I was just got going, 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 going the whole day. And He's then Protean right. sprayed me that, that, that night. So I apologize,
0: guys. Things just kept getting pushed back. And, you know, like you said about cutting the long hairs, I just got to tell you, you know, I'm. Actually, Italian and French, the two pro- possibly the two hairiest Francais. things you could be. So, like, is, I don't even have a pair of clippers that can adequately shave long hairs like that. I actually have to just go at it with like garden shears and a weed whacker to get it done to like razor level.
1: I and they had they had given me this Nair stuff.
0: Oh, that stuff smells so bad. It just
1: seemed like such a bad idea. Oh, it was like if your hair is more than like a quarter of an inch long, I was I like, think,
0: I think that stuff lowers your testosterone level. It may, I think it does because mm-hmm. it smells like it would. Well, we're back at it, so we're just gonna jump into this first question, and um, this one comes from Robert Yeager. Yeager, and he says right in this this massive first paragraph that he can just skip the the whole first paragraph uh, and uh, just just go on to the question. And the the question starts out with enough dick riding. Onto the actual question. Thank you for the dick riding, by the way. Uh, Plenty of. And and over the last couple years, and especially after the the birth of his grandson, my relationship with my father has improved greatly. I kind of like the grumpy old guy to stick around for a while. I believe that lifting is one of the best... Bi- Biggest ways to improve health there is. Strengthening your body just makes everything feel better. If I can motivate him to come lift with me, what are some good lifts for a novice in his mid-50s to start getting him at a good base? Saw the vlog on 5x5s and thought that that might be a good place to start. Also, poor Homo is probably a bit too hardcore for him, and so any subs you would recommend to just help him feel better? I was thinking Apex, Juiced Up, and Orthobolic to get those phytonutrients and natural test flowing and take care of his joints. Anything that you would add? Oh yeah, he's about 5'7", probably 220, and somewhere around 30% body fat. Now for myself. You mentioned in a previous podcast a big difference in training for size versus training for strength and that high volume and attacking the muscles from multiple angles was the way to go for size. Personally, I don't care about being the biggest guy in the gym. I just want to be lean, strong, and feel good. I'm 5'10", and went from about 240 pounds of roly-poly squishiness down to 145 pounds through diet and loads of cardio. As stated in the opening paragraph, I want to add... I went into dad mode and climbed back up to 180 pounds. I'm not trying to get that healthy medium and strength and conditioning, healthy medium of strength and conditioning. So, what are the best lifts for, for building strength and power? If high volume is relatively low weight is relative, if high volume relatively low weight is good for size, does that mean the opposite is true and low rep high weight is best for power and strength? Lastly, settle an argument. What is better, Terminator One or Terminator Two? Thanks for your time and what you do. Peace out. Bye. The Terminators are so
1: different. I mean, they're so 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 different. The story in Terminator One, I suppose, is better, but Terminator Two, they they stepped up the graphics and shit so nobody, much. Nobody more. remembers T One. I'm just gonna say, it's just that was when Arnold was really big too. T like, Two is T Two. They, they 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 moved it up. They, it's they, t- they, 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 the technology advanced. All about T Two. Uh, have you seen this boy? Um, Look, how old was the, was the grandpa? Uh, 55. So he is a perfect candidate for Apex male. In fact, my, gra- my grandpa takes Apex male. Um, and, you know, anything basic that a, that a 25-year-old man, a 55-year-old man can do as well, I don't think that he needs to be messing with any, any kind of aggressive stimulants. And I don't think that he needs to be messing with any sort of aggressive pro-hormones. Um, but all your basic stuff, things like orthobolic, things like juiced up, Um, and and as well as apex male, he can just stay on the apex male. Um, If he boosts his testosterone naturally, he's going to feel better. He's going to be stronger. He's going to have more energy. Uh, He's going to be more mentally acute. His sex drive is going to be better. Like he's just going to be, you know, all around better. Um, And then as far as how he trains, he should train the same way, you know, as a 25 year old with the same goals. You just have to understand that hormonally, it's going to be harder. Um, because he's not going to be all testosterone up like a young man. Now for the younger guy, for the, 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 son, if you're asking specifically how to train for power and strength, well, that, that type of training is much, much different. You can get very powerful and you can get very strong without even gaining weight. I mean, most of the good Olympic lifters, they stay in their same weight class and some of them will compete in three Olympic games. That's 12 years, you know? So, um, they get better and they get stronger and more explosive and powerful, but they don't gain any body weight. So they're, they're training themselves to be strong. They're training themselves to be explosive. Powerlifters often stay in the same weight class forever too. Now, some young powerlifters just keep getting bigger and stronger and growing and they grow into to bigger weight classes. Um, and part of that is, you know, power, powerlifting is so much different than Olympic lifting. Um, so you are still stimulating muscle growth quite a bit, with powerlifting. My advice, based on what he says he wants to do, is I would base my workouts around the three powerlifting exercises. The squat, the bench, and the deadlift. And on your squat day, you do some other like ancillary leg exercises. And on your your bench press day, you do some other ancillary chest exercises, maybe some military presses as well. And on your deadlift day, you do some other back exercises. And then maybe you could have a fourth day where you just do some touch-up stuff, you know, some, some isolation work since you're going to be missing out on a lot of that stuff. That, with the proper diet, should give you the goals,
0: you know, should help you achieve the goals that you want. All right, next one comes from Jason. He says, realizing everybody is different, I'm 185 pounds, men's physique. What is your best recommendation for using the new Evaporate water intake and sodium intake a week out from the show? Okay, so I, the way I did it, I'm actually not going to do it that way
1: again. So, Evaporate is way stronger than I realized. I knew it was going to be good. The formula is great, but it is... It is
0: it's strong. We didn't know really how strong it would going to be. I
1: uh, underestimated it, I suppose. And um, I paid the price. I actually didn't really look how I wanted it to look until a couple days later. Um, and that <laughs> happens. That's why I was glad to do it first, so I could explain to you guys how powerful it is. Now, the way that I would do the Evaporate, I suffered down on very low days... Uh, my final check-in was, was Friday, so I kept suffering down on very low days until Wednesday, and on Wednesday, I had two meals that, instead of having my fish and greens like I was eating, I had, uh, I believe it was either six or seven ounces of lean red meat, so I added in uh, a little bit of fats just at those two meals. It's not very much. It's probably 10 grams of fat at each meal, and um, just to just to get, get myself a little bit more satiated, and, and, and I felt like I was as empty as I needed, needed to be at that point, so... I did my carb up on Thursday and I had a fairly aggressive carb up. I was eating a minimum of 50, but probably a good 75 grams of carbs at all my meals. And I think I had seven meals and, um, I took my glycolog with every meal. So I was maximizing the glycogen loading for sure. But I started the evaporate a couple days early and I was so flat and empty by the time I started carving up, that I couldn't bring myself back. And um, I was peeing so, so much. I couldn't believe how much I was peeing. The first day that I took the evaporator, if you guys watched the vlogs, in the time that Deanna massaged me, which is slightly over an hour, I lost two full pounds just peeing. I took three p- pisses that were like twenty min- <laughs> like twenty-minute pisses. She's like, You're still peeing? I'm like, I cannot believe how strong this shit is. And so because of that guys, I was very flat. Um, the morning of, I ate like a, uh, I, what did I eat? I ate a a friggin' two steak and cheeses just, just to load myself up with salt and fat and calories. And, um, I was still flat. Um, then I went, uh, this weekend and I ate Sinholics, things like that. And it (laughs) wasn't until like Sunday that I was actually even as heavy as I was before I started to evaporate, which is nuts. So what I would have done differently is this. I would have started the Evaporate the same way. However, rather than starting it on low days, I would have started my carb load in the beginning. So I would have started aggressive, let's say, four days out. Then three days out, I'd assess where I was after that first day. Two days out, I'd do the same thing. But it's safe to say, once you've got two good days of carbing in you, you're not going to need the carbs anymore. So I'd pull it way down um, for day three. And for the day before, I'd probably be really, really low and just let the evaporate get the the rest of the water out. Now, for me, not having any carbs or fats in my system, I think that my body was just flushing out so, so, so much. And that since I didn't stop the evaporate, I just didn't give my, myself a chance to, to glycogen load or really like pull the water in. So guys, when you when you mess with something like that, this is very, very important. Do a test run a couple of weeks before, you know, your big event. Or if you can do a photo shoot, I mean it's not as important if you're doing a photo shoot. You know, you're gonna you're gonna lose weight, you're gonna be smaller, tighter regardless. But if you're if you need to be a certain way on one certain day, don't go do or die in and, and, and just roll the dice. You know, give yourself a couple of weeks, even a week, and do a trial run to see how your body responds. Because had I done a trial run with this, um, I would have known how freaking strong it was. And I wouldn't have flattened out so bad.
0: All right. Next one comes from Paul. He says, what's up, PJ? One second.
1: I should also state that I'm not really the most watery guy anyway. And I do very, very bad with things like diazide. Um, I've had a little bit more success with aldactone, which is is mild. I am... very against lasix i know a lot of guys will will mess with strong loop diuretics like lasix but i actually towards the end of my my career just stuck to herbal stuff because i was so sensitive and and i just couldn't believe that something herbal would be that strong to me
0: all right and the next one comes from paul he said what's up pj how would you go about eating to train a big potty a big body part like back or legs would you go high on carbs the day before or that day i usually wake up around 6 a.m and train around 3 p.m if that helps thanks
1: yeah, I like to go the day before personally. Um I don't like having big amounts of food in my belly when I'm doing legs. I can get away with it for most other other body parts. Um like something like arms is easy, but um like when I'm doing legs, if I've got a ton of food in my in my stomach, it makes me nauseous and I feel slow and sluggish. So I prefer I usually do my legs on Mondays. Um I like to eat a lot on Sunday rest, just rest and eat, rest and eat. Load myself up with calories and then just blast it all out the next day when I'm eating normal. I also like to be on an empty stomach for like at least 90 minutes before I train my legs.
0: Now, uh, most days I train fasted. So next one comes from Miller Keith, 94 said, Hey guys, I wanted to touch base about hype extreme. Mix is better, pump is better, and tastes better than Redcon Big Noise. I also noticed mu- I need much less hype than i had been taking of now what I'll call it less than me- the, the less than mediocre brand. Oh, is this is the guy
1: who that was taking that product and we said we'd send him
0: the hype for free? Is that who this is? Um, must be. Must be. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the gesture, PJ. I'll be picking up hype frequently
1: Ooh, now. Ooh, I told you.
0: Bow. Now on to the questions and thoughts. Running a 16 week cycle as briefly as briefly mentioned before, Test C 500 milligrams a week for all 16, and Deca 125 milligrams a week for 14 weeks. D ball for the first six weeks, uh, 30 milligrams every day. Trend uh, five to nine, Tren, a week five to nine, uh, 75 to 100 milligrams a every other nine. day. Uh, Anavar 25 to 30 milligrams from week nine to 13. And then PCT and Nova is needed throughout. General ideas or thoughts or tips for my cycle. I keep up with Blackstone promoters as much as possible. I was just curious if you're still in touch with Seth or Tristan these days. Miss those old YouTube videos. When is the best time to visit the headquarters? I'm from New Mexico, but head out to Pensacola typically every four or five months. A trip to Boca is something I've been wanting to do, and a commute I'd be glad to partake in. Lastly, is it just me, or is the 212-pound division Olympian Arnold more entertaining than the heavies these days? Thank you for your time, Casey. All right, we got a lot in there, Casey. Um, let's
1: let's start up at the top. The cycle. I like everything about it, with exception to your Anavar dosage. Twenty five milligrams is extremely mild. Like I know a lot of girls that compete in women's physique that do twenty milligrams a day. What a Girl dose, and um, <laughs> you don't want to do you, you. You're not a girl, are you? <laughs> um, I personally don't think that anyone should. That's a male should do less than thirty milligrams of Anavar, and if you really want to get Good results where you're like, wow, I like Inovar. You need to do 50 milligrams a day. 50 milligrams, I find, is, like, the sweet spot where you can get bigger and leaner while you're doing it, and you'll feel really good. If you if it's, like, a financial thing or even if you're just, like, you know, wanting to be conservative, go 30 milligrams on the bottom. Um, the rest of your cycle looks great. Um, did you not mention Remed-X? Uh Just PCT and Nova is needed. Um, you if you're going to use nolvidex i would say that you should no matter what for the whole duration even if it's just 10 milligrams you know i'll run 10 milligrams you know probably 20 milligrams a day would be better um just to be safe it's it's just not worth like all of a sudden having you know these estrogenic side effects where you're like oh no now i have to combat this um that's just my opinion there everything else looks good uh, what was the next question was on Wonder if you, wondering if you're still in touch with Seth or Tristan these days um, Seth I don't talk to very often but i all always love Seth he's an awesome guy uh, and Tristan sucks not beard Tristan he's cool uh, Esco, Tristan. Esco Tristan is worthless white good old American bearded Tristan good old bearded Tristan <laughs> I, um, I, I broke down why Tristan should not shave his beard and I feel like I nailed it yeah yep. not even for the show no he wins no matter what, and I'll explain why. This is great, by the way. I strategized this. I, I really like thought this out because I was like, it's such a shame for somebody to fucking grow a beard for two years and then have to shave it and then not even know the outcome of like what that beard shaving is going to even do. Because what if you shave your beard and you get last place? <laughs> so then you suck and you don't have your beard anymore that you love. Yeah. So this is the way that I view it. He had said from the start his main priority was – being the best he could be at junior USA's and his coach wanted him to compete a little earlier for like some some test runs I was like fair enough I think you should try to be the best that you can be no matter what and he was like well junior USA's is what it's all about and he was like you know I guess I'll just shave my beard for junior USA's and I was like I put a lot of thought into this and this is the way that I see it you go into the grand prix As good as you can possibly be. Like you pull out all the stops. You suffer. You torture yourself. And you go in there with a fucking beard. And if you go in there looking nasty with a beard, one of two things are going to happen. You could win because you deserve to win. And you're the guy with, with the beard now that one, he's good, that guy with the beard. Or two... If it really is true, what they say about beards, oh yeah, dead last. you're going to get dead last and you're going to get so many fans that are going to be like, that guy got screwed. That's they
0: bullshit. screwed
1: him over his beard. And then all the beard people are going to come out and it's going to start like a pro beard, a beard war because it, a beard represents individual freedom. Does it? Yes, it does. A person should I be allowed to no do idea. whatever they want to do because it is a bodybuilding show. And the, the show is based on the body. So, so if a person wants to tattoo their face, hey, that's weird. But guess what? You're not going to do good if you have tattoos on, on your face. Now, if you have really, really, really long hair as a man down to your butt, probably not going to place well just because you got that crazy long hair. Should it matter? I don't know. It's a bodybuilding show. If you have a beard that's like ZZ Top, maybe it'll throw you off because it'll throw off your symmetry hiding your, your, your stuff. But in this day and age when so many guys have beards like 50% of the men out there have beards. So you're going to say that 50% of those guys are not okay with their own individuality to compete in bodybuilding shows and that they have to conform to what this standard is. I'm
0: not going to conform for you.
1: I don't think that you should. So here's the way I look at it. He He goes in, now it's up to him, it's do or die that he comes in the best shape that he could possibly be. Nasty crispy. He has to be crispy. So if you go in crispy and you deserve to win, I say you win. But if you don't, deserve to win that's on you however this you is you go in thing. and you
0: deserve to win with a beard
1: and then you don't you don't you still won combat. you become a fucking legend you're,
0: and it's probably like,
1: be- better
0: you're still the, the the favorited underdog yes
1: and you make beards huge
0: in bodybuilding and then even if the guy that wins doesn't have if he doesn't have a beard the guy that wins and he looks even better than you everybody's gonna be like no the guy yeah. with the beard should've won it's such
1: great strategy <laughs> it's it's beautiful marketing it's good strategy and I, I told him he was very very like dieted down that day and he was like a, you're right.
0: It's funny because I was thinking about shaving my beard today. I was just like, you know what? It's getting hot out. Just, and I, I don't care. I just, I'll shave it. It'll grow again. <laughs> All right, you really question. want to shave it though? I kind of do. It's like, it's getting hot.
1: I will shave it. Don't see, see, but what if you like really, really loved your beard?
0: I do. I do. I, 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 also, what
1: if, see, I don't even, I don't, the, the thing is, I don't really even remember your face without a beard anymore. And I don't really remember his face without a beard. But then he showed me a picture of himself. And I was like, oh, don't shave your that's beard. What was, that's what I'm saying. I, do not shave your beard. All right, next one is, <laughs> when is the best
0: time to visit the headquarters?
1: Um, you know what? As long as you do it in advance, you're going to email Sally <laughs> at BlackstoneLabs.com, and uh, she, will, uh, she will set that up.
0: And lastly, she is it just agenda. me, or is the 212 division Olympia and Arnold more entertaining than the heavy? Um, teams?
1: I would say yes. I have more interest in the, in the open division, but I think that everybody knows who's going to win the Olympia every year. Um, I, I do think there's a lot of action in the 212 division. A lot of new guys, too, doing really good in the 212 division.
2: Um, so let's see.
1: I feel like he's got down on really slow.
0: What happened? Uh-oh. Um, all right. This next one comes from Mike. He says, PJ, I do not believe I have seen this question in the past. I'm a 50-year-old male, 5'6", 235 pounds. 20% body fat. Here's a list of supplements and meds that I'm taking. Test sip, 200 milligrams a week. Test no ester. Uh, is 150 milligrams daily. 25 milligrams. Cytamel, 15.15. 15. Synthroid. Two, I use serostim, ubiquinol, krill oil, vitamin C, gear support, orthobolic, eradicate, and thyroid support. I also use hype, pre-workout, and resurgence intra. I have recently, in the past 30 days, added glycolog, recomp, trojan horse, and paraburn. Like you, I am not sure what my goals are. I want to be big, I want to be lean, and I want to be healthy. Uh, My questions are, one, is this overkill? Two, my diet has not been great at all recently, and I have not lost any pounds, but do look leaner. I wasn't using the products. If I wasn't using the... Recon, burn Trojan horse would I be fatter and softer with a subpar diet or am I wasting these products by not having a good diet with them thank you for everything you do respectfully Mike I
1: think that you would absolutely look worse if you weren't doing all that
0: I mean it only makes sense yeah I mean it makes sense you're saying sense. your diet is not on point <laughs> but you look pretty good but you look pretty good and you're taking this stuff welcome but to, you want to know Labs. if it's overkill and if you would look not as good Maybe try doing exactly what you're doing without taking it and see what happens.
1: I might actually put that entire statement on our next shirt.
0: That's going to be a long shirt.
1: But put, putting it out there. <laughs> hey, I haven't been eating that good. I haven't been training as much, but I'm taking all these products, and I feel like it could
0: look better. Feeling like... www.blacksandlabs.com All right. Next one comes from Claudia. She says, "Hey, PJ and Josh, it's Claudia, your favorite Spaniard. I was listening to episode 18 and laughed so much about the sock on your dick when you guys get your tan for a show. <laughs> Here in Europe, they usually get tan naked, so they don't care about that. Oh my lord! Especially when you're so tired with no water, and that's the last thing to think about. Even at the Arnold Classic, Europe, where people from the Expo can see the backstage because it's only separated by a rope. Oh my god! Also, we usually self tan a lot with products like Pro Tan and Top Tan instead of getting the spray tan. In my own experience, it's way better and looks phenomenal. Just wanted to share with you and the other Americans who are listening if you compete in Europe and you come with a pink sock on your dick, people will laugh at you more than if you were naked. (laughs) Be prepared. Anyways, here's my question. I'm an entrepreneur and fitness coach, and I'm busier than ever. Since you're a busy man, what do you recommend to not be thinking or talking about when work when you want to spend quality time with your loved ones? Thank you so much. Love hearing the podcast. I'm a big fan. Hugs from Spain. Thank you for the hugs uh, and for making fun of my sock. Cock sock. Um, Cock sock stories. So,
1: I, I, I this is just me being truthful, because I, I can't lie to you guys. I pretty much only talk about work, and it's not a good thing. It's
0: definitely not healthy. But it's not just you. Working at Blackstone Labs kind of encompasses everything you do in your life. Yeah. There's really, like, very few... For me, for you, I know for a couple other people, there's very few moments here that don't completely swallow every second of who your personal... It, it really person is. is. It
1: really is. And we're all we're all in this together, and, like, you know, we always talk about the whole family atmosphere and stuff. So we're all like really intertwined in each other's lives too. Um, and I mean, I would say like, what do I do that is non work related is I go to the movies like pretty frequently and um, that you'll get my mind off of work for part, the, the part of the movie that I'm not texting. <laughs> yeah. um, Sorry, will you turn yourself on you know, when you, you know, when you really get me, I'll tell you right now when you really get me out of the work zone, Cineholic. Cineholic also, (laughs) Which we're
0: going to today.
1: Cineholic also, but even more so
0: than Cineholic. We're going to do a collab with them. We're just literally blowing their spot up. You do. All right, my bad. The range. Oh, yes, the
1: range. You bring me to the range, and I'm just shooting guns. That's it. No work. I I
0: really haven't ever seen you smile bigger than when we shot that automatic gun for the first time. You turned around and smiled like five-year-old PJ on Christmas getting his first, like, I don't know. I was. Trevor, how
1: smiley was I when we were shooting the automatics? You looked
2: like that cat from uh, Alice in Wonderland. Just treasure cat. That. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I was.
1: It was so fun, and 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 like the the the, the MPX backs that gun. It's so easy to be good at it. Just it's just so, so easy, easy. Like my groupings. Oh, I made him give me a stat. I wanted. I wanted all the haters because I know I'm. They're gonna keep, no matter what they're gonna hate on my gun stuff. So he he pulled my thing and he was like wow, he was like these group groupings for anyone let alone a first timer are really good, and I was like oh Trevor are we getting this on camera, and I was like uh, okay let's say a hundred people came in, I'm like because I'm gonna get hit, ripped apart for this no matter what. I was like what percentage of them do you think could do that like first try like I did, and he was like it's hard to answer that question. He was like but not many, nobody. <laughs> None of them. Now uh, that that pistol though, it, it, it is so hard to be accurate with that thing. It is you're so not so to be with No, it. you're not. You're supposed to just mode people get down in front of you. Spray. Yeah, that's what it's for the way he described it makes perfect sense. So I was shooting like ten yards away uh-huh. and he's like, You, you he was like <laughs> so first of all, I, I was like, I'm gonna take out <laughs> Osama's head, right? And so I was going for headshots. And I wound up blasting the thing off. Like, I blasted, like, the actual clip that holds it on off. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Manuel was like, um, uh, you know what, sir? Let's not do any more headshots. And I was like, "I was like, we'll leave it on. Go for the ankles. Um, he was like, you might want to edit that out. And I was like, nah, we'll leave it on. People will get a kick out of it. I'll tell them I was trying to do that. So
0: what is that, that gun mostly used for?
1: So this is what it's used for. It's used uh, most commonly by the Israeli military. And the, the, so the prime minister has, has personal guards, right. That walk with him everywhere he goes. And, and, and Israel, it's very common for like moms that are like eating ice cream, like in an ice cream parlor to have guns on them because Palestinians will just come in and blow shit up all the time. So everyone is, is trained in safety. All don't call me on this, but I'm, I'm 99.9% sure all women have to do two years in the military men. It might even be more. We never looked that up. Men. It might be three or four. But So every single girl, even Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, had to do two years in the military. That's the, that's the way of life for them there. So they know, all know how to operate a gun. So these, those handguns are concealed. And when, you know, Palestinian guy X runs over with a bomb, they, just bang, bang they, they, they pull it out. And if there's three guys, four guys, five guys that bang, are bang, all bang, 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 bang them. presenting threats, they just spray them down dead. Spray down. And that's how it has to be. Break
2: yourself.
0: Also known, yes. also known as praying and spraying, praying and spraying. Yep. All right, on to the next one. Says, um, "I've been watching you since you started the YouTube channel. Great mix of information and laughs." Uh, why the Metamucil and L-carnitine tartarate during cardio, Kirk? So I actually
1: don't do the Metamucil during cardio. I do the Metamucil before bed. Uh, the L-carnitine tartarate I do before cardio because it enhances uh, fat loss.
0: That sucks if he's been taking Metamucil right before cardio. And just, he gets done, he just, just like just slightly, poops, slightly like confused about like something you said one time. He's like, I, I could have sworn he said he takes the Metamucil right before he gets on the treadmill. And then he's like, on the treadmill, he's like, why does he do this? I don't <laughs> understand. Read them the text I sent you
2: about the Metamucil the other day. <laughs> All
0: right, so about the, the plane.
2: Right
0: before the, Metamucil works well. Yes, it does. I love Metamucil. Everybody keeps telling me that I need to check out Metamucil. And I, I have not yet. Even if you are
1: a healthy pooper, a Metamucil poop is a different kind of poop. He said, the one
0: about the oil change, please? <laughs> he, said, he said, I'm at the oil change, please. Metamucil kicking on the butthole like a SWAT raid. I'm about to chase myself home and drift into the bathroom. I said, I'm dying. He said, I'm on the throne now. The shit looks like World War III. And he just sent me a picture of a B-12 bomber. <laughs> If you if you
1: drink Metamucil before you go to bed, you wake up in the morning and you just poop out everything that's inside your
0: body. everything and you completely body. empty yourself. All those little screws and things you ate when you were a child by yeah. accident. There's, there's, just there's like there. there's like paint cans and stuff yeah. that come out. Whoa! Like entire paint cans. Yeah. That's probably a lot of bloating. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot of bloating in there. Oh man. All right. All right. Next one is from Chris. He says, "Hey, PJ. Here's a few questions." Uh, Number one, why do you take the ubiquinol? I take it currently and was wondering why you take it and what benefits you think it has. Let's just go ahead and answer that one before we get too deep. Uh, Ubiquinol is outstanding for your heart. I'm going to give you a
1: a, a quick backstory that I may have told on on the show before. I sat on a plane with a uh, world-renowned open-heart surgeon. And um, he was a very big advocate of ubiquinol, and he told me a story, actually, of – a lot of times when they have guys on the like, heart transplant list, they make sure that those guys are supplementing with high doses of ubiquinol. He had one guy that was 31 years old, lived a very unhealthy life, abused himself with steroids, um, and um, was probably not going to make it. So they had him mega-dosing the ubiquinol, 1,500 milligrams a day. And he said in two months he was actually taken off the transplant list. And this is obviously highly, highly unlikely to happen to you but actually didn't have to have the transplant surgery. It was like a medical anomaly. But because of that, they started researching ubiquinol more and more and more, and more and more doctors
0: are prescribing it to people um, for heart health. Well, that sounds pretty awesome. Number two is for the Beat PJ contest, what what Blackstone Lab supplements are you taking and what super subs are you taking? How much of each, if you have time, and why? I watch your videos, and the the non-BSL supplements you are taking with explanations are great. The only BSL I see you take is Trojan Horse currently. That is BSL. Go ahead and answer that one. All right. So what supplements I, are
1: you taking? I take a lot of supplements. I'm just going to run through my my day and the time that I take everything. So in the morning, before I do my fasted cardio, I take L-carnitine tartrate, which we actually will have in my Labs pretty soon. Um, I like the brand Net Now Nutrition. That's not the current one that I'm using. Um, but um, I take uh, two grams of L-carnitine tartrate before my cardio. That's like... A staple no matter what. I also take in the morning with my coffee, I take a crit by Gigi Labs. Um, It's a little bit of caffeine. It's a nootropic formula that I find makes me focus.
0: I gotta say that Gigi Labs crit does taste amazing.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, I take D3, 10,000 IUs. I take vitamin C, 4 grams a day. I take a B complex every morning. I take uh, liver care by Himalaya. I take 2 caps in the morning, 2 caps at night. I take 200 milligrams of ubiquinol in the morning and at night. I take uh, Tudka, 300 milligrams twice a day. I take a product called um, VSL Number Three. I take anywhere from two to six caps a day, depending on how I'm eating and how I'm digesting. Shout
0: out VSL Number Three. We're still waiting on that sponsorship, so we can get some free product. Yep. Um, Before I train, I take Hype.
1: Lately, I've been only doing one scoop. I used to do two scoops, but I've I've been good on one lately. I do not take Dust. I do not take Dust Extreme. I can't handle all the, all the stims. Um, I took, for the first half of the PJ. I took Recomp. And I would, I would say, with exception of Glycolog, that's probably the most like profoundly impressive product that we've put out. Um, in fact, Recomp is so good that instead of getting back on it now, I'm running Anovar instead. And when I'm done with the Anovar, I'm going to go back on Recomp so I don't have a a, a drop-off. Because I feel to take the Recomp with Anovar would almost be like doubling the Anovar. I'm that impressed with Recomp. So I'd rather save Recomp when I'm back to just cruising on an HRT dose. Um, I take Glycolog with all of my carb meals. So the first half of the diet was a ketogenic diet, so there was no Glycolog unless it was a cheat. But for the carb cycle, I used Glycolog with all my carb meals. Um, one thing that I've learned is I'm extremely sensitive to glycolog. So if I'm not having 50 grams of carbs, I only take two rather than three. I've actually taken up to six glycolog when I've pigged out like on like a cheat meal. Um, and you're just maximizing the glycogen load when you do that. I take growth before bed every night. Uh, I, for most of the BPJ took orthobolic, and then I got lazy with that at the end stupidly. I take gear support. I take two in the morning and two at night. Um, I was in the first half of the diet taking resurgence. I was just putting a scoop into my um, Pedialyte when I do my cardio. Um, Let's see. I do not take Paraburn. I do not take Viper. I just, again, don't like all the stims. I take Trojan Horse twice a day. Uh, There even were times where I would take it three times a day. I'm a big, big, big advocate of Trojan Horse. Most stim-free fat burners don't do shit, and this one actually works awesome. And um, I stayed on Trojan Horse the entire time. I'm still on Trojan Horse. I use isolation, one to two times a day. My my, my last meal of the day is always a shake. I, I don't like to just eat a big ass meal and go to bed. I prefer to have a shake, and that's when I do my Metamucil. Um, I usually throw a scoop of Juice Stop in there as well. So I use a lot of the less sexy products. You know, I don't use Chosen One. I use I don't use MethiQuad. I don't use Abnormal. I'm not using the strong fat burners. I'm not using the strong pre workouts. But you should go use MethiQuad. I I do like chosen one I just I'm very like OCD with the way that I dosed my things so when I knew that I was taking more you know I bumped up my my testosterone for the last four weeks of the BPJ so I I wanted to make sure that I was monitoring everything perfectly Um, you know I didn't get back into this so I could be like a juice head which would be a waste anyway because I have too many injuries to be a good juice, juice head at this point uh, but I will tell you, it's definitely a lot harder without all the juice, that's for sure. It's way harder the older you get um, doing it without the juice. So, um.
0: And being that the daily supplements question has definitely been asked uh, a multitude of times, there's actually, I don't know, it looks like this question had come in uh, yep. not too many days ago, but we actually just did multiple yep. videos on everything that he took leading up to the BPJ. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that really, his daily... You know, supplements and things like that didn't change too much. You, yeah. you, you took pretty much the same things because if you start taking things out that you do in your regular regimen towards the end, obviously you're not going to know what's going on. So if you watch those videos, a lot of that has his daily regimen in there if you wanted to get a little deeper into yeah, I,
1: it. Yeah, I, year-round I'm going to be on testosterone, guys. Like I'm, I, I'm on HRT. Year- <laughs> HRT for life. Right now I'm also experimenting with these testosterone trochies, sublingual trochies that are very, very good. Um, and you literally just put one under your tongue. It's 50 milligrams of oral testosterone and
0: kicks in almost immediately. 50 milligrams of rage. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up rage. Number three is, it's a reverse question. What questions do you have for me or others about your show or videos, etc.? Not sure if you would like me to respond back for next week's show if you wanted answers. Keep it up. Much appreciated. Your supplements by far have been the best I've ever been on or tried. Really appreciate the product so far. Can't wait to try the others. Alex K has been very helpful. Do you have any questions for him? Um. Not at this
1: time. No, okay. not at this time. I'm going to answer with a not at this time. Maybe though. check
0: back next week, Chris. <laughs> we may have some questions for you,
1: guys. Why? Why can't you ask me more? I know that you know that that I'm good at this stuff, and so I'm happy to to answer all the steroid questions every week. But why can't you ask me other questions? I want you to answer.
0: Ask You're me, just a big juice monkey. That's ask me some good porn for. questions. You're just good for juice. It's so, so many juice questions juice every
1: week. I think better. it's you know what I think it's because is like, so even when I was in Colombia, this is a really really funny one. So I'm in Colombia, and it's me, Lakeem, Eric Williams, uh, Victor Martinez, and these guys are actively competing. So like everything they say is judged very hard. You know it, you know they they have to maintain a certain position on certain subjects, right? So, Fabian is translating. And then and there's another translator for Fabian. Because uh, Fabian would, would speak to me on whatever the person said. And then I'd look at the other Spanish guy and be like, what is Fabian telling me? <laughs> uh, that guy would translate to me. Or Victor uh, Martinez would translate to me. And so, one of the questions was like a thorough juice question, right? But it was for the panel. He's not directed to me. It was for the panel. So, you're just like... So, I'm sitting there. And they answer the question. And at the same time, Eric... And Victor Martinez just went PJ.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this one's for you, bud. Yeah, they're like, you can handle the Jews qu- questions, bub. All right, next one comes from Rob Price. He says, "I finally hit a point in my fitness goals where I want to. I want mass gains, uh, major bodybuilding. I started." By purchasing Walmart brand supplements and slowly moved into more reputable brands, now I'm looking to get into proper stacking and spending the necessary money for authentic quality. Do you have recommendations for pre-workout, post-workout recovery, protein, thermogenics, collagen peptides, etc.? Thank you, Rob. Of
1: course I'm going to recommend Blackstone Labs products because they're the products that we take and that we stand by. So um, I personally have seen formulas that are very, very similar to mine. And if they are what they're listed on the, the 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 label, how could I not say that they're good? I mean I actually found a, a product that was a carbon copy of mine, it wasn't even a red con. Um and I was like, Oh, this is a good pre workout, it's almost the same as mine. You know? So there are other people that have figured out because we don't do prop lens, blends, you know, like what's it's just it. called Fust instead of
0: dust. That's so weird. <laughs> it's, just,
1: it's called it's called <laughs> Fust B U. <laughs> and uh you know, so we're not the only ones that have good products out there, but you, you don't know until you try. So I, I wouldn't tell somebody to go straight into DustX. You know, a, a lot of people are like, damn, DustX is too strong. But then the people that have wanted strong, cause that have been missing Dust Extreme, they love the DustX. They're like, thank you for ringing this out. So you, you have to find that stuff out through trial and error. You know, kudos to you, though, for getting out of the Walmart section.
0: All right. Next one comes from me. It says, I've made good progress since 2012 being over 330 pounds. I've gotten a lot more muscular and leaner for the BPJ. My problem is then I get fat again up to 275-ish and I yo-yo. Then I hit the diet and gym hard again. I need to make this year the year of sub-10% body fat. What's the best way for me to continue to make progress, obviously, besides my own self-control? Currently around 200. 200- 2,200 calories on keto diet with a refeed once a week. Still making progress, but I feel my calories are getting in the low range. I started at 3,000 cows What's my next best step? Blasting as of right now, NPP test Winnie. We'll be cruising starting next week and saying TRT a little bit to let my body rest. Here's some reference picks. Um, first pick is 330 pounds okay. in 2012. Second, leaner in 2014. Oh, wow. Huge difference. Humongous difference!
1: Wow. I mean, looking at these pictures, I don't know what more you want from me. You're like a whole different person. That is pretty impressive.
0: In the in the very beginning pictures, it said you weighed how much? It says the first pick is 330 pounds in 2012. Second is leaner in 2014. Third, fourth, fifth, fat again at the start of the beat. PJ. Last four picks are last week and this week. Does he, does he have his weight? in the, in the, the, the after picks, he's really lean. All he says is his first pick is 330 pounds, 212. I mean. 2012. It looks like he lost like 100 pounds. It, it, that one is, well, the side-by-side is extremely impressive. That. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty phenomenal. For the folks on YouTube, for the trolls on YouTube. Hi, Trolls. Um, and they say picks or it didn't happen. Picks or it didn't happen. Here's the picks, dog. I mean,
1: I think you're, you're doing awesome, man. I think yeah. that you're overthinking it and that you, you, your game plan is actually a solid one. And uh, And I'll tell you what I'm honestly really impressed with is that you don't really have loose skin. Because Yeah, to have all that tightened up as well as it did is
0: pretty impressive. When
1: you're up over three hundred pounds like that and you come and do a big, big weight loss, there's usually a good amount of loose skin. You must have really good, nice, tight, elastic skin still, yeah. because most of those good other people, it's like I have to have surgery. Zach stuff. Burke. See, I've been in, this is the stuff that I find to be super exciting, is like there's a lot of people who have not showed me anything in BPJ. Like I got people like A. a. Ron who has showed me his shit every day. And I'm I'll tell you right now, I highly doubt that anybody is as lean as he is he is absolutely peeled contest peeled but he was pretty good to start so will he image. be a contender because of how insanely peeled he is yes but like when i see stuff like this what i'm looking at right now like this is pretty crazy like this, this, this is a transformation so um i wonder how many people like this gentleman are are not are hiding basically for the big finale yeah, which is tomorrow work. by the
0: way Ooh. better get ready for your your picks Get those picks in. Get those picks in, dog.
1: Picks. Uh, somebody's going to mess up. the. Uh, they're going to put a man like Saturday or something.
0: Um, he says, uh, thanks for all the help, PJ and BSL. You have been such a tremendous help and inspiration for me, especially the cardio Q&A and the podcast as well as the stellar products. I use a lot of them. Mm. My advice to you is if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix don't it. Don't be fixin'. That
1: is crazy, that side-by-side side right there.
0: Oh, uh, the next one was on the – he said, I, in my last email I sent, I wanted to add that I'm currently 245. And I want to remain remain anonymous. That's and why it comes from me. I didn't say his name. did I I don't know. It was at, it was at the very end of it. In the <laughs> I don't think that I did. I don't know. I, I just said from me. His name's Bert. Sure. <laughs> so two forty five is it's actually is, not is the way you were looking for. That was the way I smoothed everything over. And it looks like we actually. And he was three thirty. Yeah, three thirty down to 245.
1: Wow, that is amazing. During the time of the BPJ. For all those people that didn't want any extra time, you might have
0: just lost to this guy.
1: <laughs> I want to send my pictures in two weeks early because I started early. You can, Daddy, I want a golden goose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we uh, we made it through all those questions. That was I was really stressed out going into this radio
1: show because the stack is really really big. Or was we really did it big. in forty five minutes? You know what? I think there was a lot of pictures. Yeah, there was. You guys can send me pictures. You can draw me stuff. Um, you scared me though with all the pictures because the stack was really big when I looked at it we're like goodness gracious
0: goodness gracious last night Great we went balls of fire last night we went to the Tilted Kilt it was it was extremely tilted and extremely kilted <sighs> for starters I was like hey let's be cool and bring
1: my cars over to the Tilted Kilt and the Ferrari as of right now the theory do you even know about this driver
2: no
1: you don't know the Ferrari has ended up on a flatbed. Uh, and it looks as if the starter has gone. So no Ferrari now. Starter's not doing its job. No nope. Ferrari's not starting. Yeah, so we had, a un- we had, we had an, un- <laughs> an unstartable Ferrari. Um, this drunk, trashy guy wanted to race me in his oh Mustang. Oh, my God. And this is what he said. I, like, this is the kind of guy that, like... I feel like he's the kind of guy that that often gets punched in the face. So he was drunk.
0: His face looked like it had been punched in the face. Yeah, like he might have got punched already
1: that night. And it's always Mustang people. And I'm sorry if I – I know I have Mustang driving fans, and I'm sorry for offending you the way I'm about to. But why are you guys such douchebags? And stop crashing into crowds of people. Why? It's always the Mustang people. So this is what the guy said. He goes, you want to race? And I was like, not really.
0: want to race my Mustang? He goes, you
1: don't want to race my Mustang? And I go, you're going to race me in my Ferrari? Which happened to be on a fucking flatbed around the corner, but you didn't know that. (laughs) I got a picture of it right here. I got a picture of it driving fast. Sick fucking video. So, no, I think he wanted to race the Z06, and and I was like, like, nah, man, I'm cool with racing your Mustang. And he goes, you don't want to race the Mustang, huh? You're scared. He goes, just remember, there's always somebody faster than you. Always, and I patted him on the back, and I go, "Yes." And my Ferrari is definitely faster than your car. You're so lucky yeah, I just like cut
0: that. my mullet yesterday, <laughs> so you know it's a business up front, party in the back.
1: <laughs> so then I walked away, and you know Chris is like a card like junkie. Yeah. So he's like, "That guy, guy was messing with you." He's like, I, 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 "I'll do. You want to race him?" I was like, "No." <laughs> do you want to race? Shut up, race him. He's like, "We should race him right now." I'll I'll race him. He, he's like, "You want to race bikes?" <laughs> he's like, "I'll get on my whatever bike he has." I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Don't you just that." Like, uh, you just took that from zero to a hundred. I'm going to go inside. My kid also steak. has a
0: sick go-kart in the
1: garage. Your kid got a
0: sick go-kart? My kid's Mustang go-kart, but your kid's Mustang go-kart. That guy, race. that guy found a guy to race him, though. I got a ride-on lawnmower, but you are ride on lawnmower, too. It's
1: a Ford. <laughs> for pinks. For pinks. For pinks, yes. Racing for pinks down Airport Road. Um,
0: I also have a Ford Model T.
1: Now, what, what was my favorite part of the night was when a young... When a, a young Jay Dalla <laughs> came cruising through the parking lot, hand out the window, holding his steering wheel, just like
0: driving his car, no steering wheel out the window, driving it like this. <laughs> it went by multiple times like multiple that. Multiple times. Steering wheel out the window. <laughs> and was... and, I, and I, I really don't know this. Maybe you know this. Is that something that th- is that a modification kit that they pay money for, or do they break their car to do that?
2: No, it's a kit so you can okay. take your steering wheel off. Okay. It's I'm thinking there's like, good.
0: there's like some cars that they're like, yo, we notice if we just take this pin out, we could take our whole steering wheel out and just turn it <laughs> with this knob in here.
2: That my friend that you met at the, the gun class, uh-huh. he had a cousin that had a removable steering wheel uh-huh. on like a cutlass or something, and they still stole it with um, vice grips. Ah, that and makes the sense. I don't think I because they knew, they had planned. Just drove it home with vice grips.
0: That's crazy. Well, so if you ever see somebody driving around with no steering wheel using vice grips, you know what time it is. <laughs> you know that that was just a very complicated car theft. Very. <laughs> fair, fair. But they had it well thought out. Well thought out. They knew out. to have the
1: vice grips there. Yeah. Um, it's
0: still, it can't be easy to drive think about it. Steering wheels are wheels for a reason. If you just have two vice grips, that's going to be hard to drive that motherfucker. Very, very hard. hard.
1: It's actually impressive.
0: And if you're sitting at the red light next to somebody and you look over and you see two sets of ice grips, just call your local police department. <laughs> because that's not normal.
1: Be a good Samaritan and call the damn police. If you
0: see suspicious activity.
1: The police were nice last night. They, they The uh, police? Yes. They felt bad for my, my car situation.
0: Uh, Yeah, he did. He was like a so nice car. He still wanted to... Jack your car up onto the police flat. He, thank, thank he was you. like, I know it's a thank nice Thank God Ferrari. Rob was there.
1: Rob, my mechanic over at XL. He's
0: like, I know it's a nice Ferrari, and you're already over to the side of the road where nobody's going to hit you, but I'm going to throw this thing on a police bed if you don't, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to rip your front bumper off. I'm going to make sure they do it. I'm going to make sure the front. I, was, is- I so did not want them to do that. I was like, please, Rob, can you find somebody that can go? <laughs> He's like, look, I know we're standing here talking to nice guys. He's like, but I'm really trying to see this Ferrari get ripped up in a fucking police flatbed. So if you don't get one here in like 10 minutes, my boys are gonna be here. We are gonna laugh so there's a way,
1: thank God again. I I I, like because we would not have known what to do. Rob opened up the trunk and there's a manual thing that you can crank it into gear. Uh, it's literally like looks like a fucking Allen wrench. That goes inside this thing, and you can actually crank it into neutral and push the fucking car out of the
0: way. Don't tell anybody that. Now they're going to know they can just steal a Ferrari with an Allen wrench. It's bad enough we've got removable steering. I mean, all the Allen wrench
1: does is put it in neutral. What are they going to just push it out of your driveway?
0: I would push your Ferrari out of your driveway and <laughs> steal it later. <laughs> just, you're driving home one day, you see somebody pushing your Ferrari like three blocks down the road. Like, wait a minute, you have an Allen wrench, don't you? <laughs> just
1: exercising. <laughs> Good stuff, um, guys. ISO cream is friggin' sweeping the nation. Side Side
2: note,
0: if we didn't answer your question, we deemed it either spam or repetitive.
1: Yes. Okay. So some of you are probably like, hey, uh, you didn't answer my question. Here's the deal. Guys, we're not going to just remove questions all the time. We're not. But if there is a a, uh, day like today where there's a buttload of questions and some of them, if it was something I've done one time, maybe 10 weeks ago, that's one thing. But some of them, we, we do get questions that one way or another we answer like almost every week. And I know we are getting new listeners. We're even getting the new one people. about the daily
0: supplements, like that one is, yeah. it's snuck in there somehow and like it's cool to answer it. But like we have entire videos on that. Mm-hmm. Like we've definitely covered that. And maybe that I'll even do
1: another video. So there's a fresh one out there on my daily supplement. We want to bringing the new fresh content to y'all. Yes. That's why I'm, I encourage you guys. I do know a little bit about a couple other things. It's, it's your guess though to figure out what those things are. So just start asking me questions.
0: Maybe we could start doing something that they. They suggest us to do something on the coming weekend, because we do this on Thursday, so maybe that'll be enough time that if we have nothing planned for Saturday or Sunday, we can go out, and they're like, yo, have you ever been skydiving? No, we've never been skydiving. We're going to buy skydiving tickets this weekend, and let you guys, we're going to review skydiving for <laughs> I you. I want to
1: start something a little more mild than skydiving.
0: Mild? Yes. I was thinking more extreme. But my, all right, if you want to go more rock mild, climbing. rock climbing? Did you
2: see what happened to that Bob Munger guy's leg, like or whatever? Callum? Yeah.
0: What happened? Oh, oh, here we go. Oh man, this guy. Oh, did you hear about the friggin'? You can't uh, catch a break.
1: I'm surprised you didn't even tell us this. This is like Trevor information.
0: Oh yeah, we were talking. we were talking about, about
1: this last night about that the flight was it Southwest or some sure, Oh, or? Good
0: lord. Yeah.
2: I mentioned it yesterday to Billy.
0: Okay. <laughs> How does it even happen? Yeah, that is so so crazy. The
2: engine like uh, the blade snapped, broke the window, and the, the uh, pressure. It broke her, the window. Yeah, and pressure like
0: Whoever told her. us made it sound like there was like a pinhole sized in this fucking airplane yeah. and it sucked her through a pinhole. It broke the whole window out?
2: It broke the window that yep. you sit next to and the pressure like that. Sucked her out. And there were people were like holding on to her legs trying to pull her back in apparently. Oh
1: my God. But they couldn't, obviously.
2: And then uh, she died that way, I believe. in. I don't the see pilot. how you could possibly yeah. live. The pilot uh, was like, used to fly fighter jets or something with, you know, and plane, plane you no know, problems or something Damn that's so crazy So now they have to check all the engines on that plane for wear and stuff like That's
0: that. so scary Dude could you imagine being the person next to the lady that just got sucked out and murdered in the airplane yeah. Holy shit You'd be what? traumatized hard <laughs> Not yeah. only traumatized you would either be traumatized or you would live every day the rest of your life like yo I was one seat yep. away from final destination I made this shit I'm going to go out and what, live wasn't, wasn't there a <laughs> final
1: destination where the person gets sucked out the plane
0: I think the entire plane gets sucked out. Man. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think like the front half of the plane breaks off, and they all go <laughs> into the air. <laughs> huh? I
1: always,
0: I, I, I always sit in the aisle. I hate too, but,
1: sit, sitting in the window. I,
0: fly, I don't know, man. I don't know about this flying shit anymore. This shit's getting weird in 2018. Maybe I I fly me. like
1: crazy. I'm always flying, and I still don't like flying. Right, we I never this. get used to it.
0: Maybe it's just me, but like I was actually going to say this like a week or so ago. Remember how we saw that that video of the the ski lift that malfunctioned and went backwards and was throwing yes, people? Yes, that, off the that ski video lift. was awesome. And
1: right. people got mad at me for saying that it was awesome. But
0: like I don't think anybody got hurt bad. No, there, there was and it was no kind of. If you were there, you you laugh. There was no life threatening injuries. I don't think if you were there, you would people were just be like holy dumped. shit, that could have been me. Um, but. I, I think it was kind of funny because there was no life-threatening injuries. People were getting thrown like ragdolls. It was kind of I'm hilarious. So now, I did see a video like again a week ago of – so that one was in another country, which like here in America a lot of the times when we see that kind of shit happen, we're like, oh, because maybe it didn't have American safety standards or something. We try to put that in our head and whatever. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago I saw a video of like something like South Florida Fair style. People ask me all the time, oh, when you go to the fair, are you getting on the rides? I'm like, no. And they're like, why? I'm like, because one time I was a kid and I was in a seat that was way too wobbly and that I felt like was going to get flown out of this shit. And no one wanted to believe me. Nothing happened. And nobody ever said anything bad happened about that. But since that day, I've always kind of thought about it. Now, last week, I see something that like just – I can't remember if it was in Alabama or some shit. It was like South Florida Fair style. This entire row of seats came off, smashed into the people on the other side, killed two people. And it was in America. It's like – this but it shit. was made in
1: Taiwan. That's the problem. But
0: all I'm saying is this shit happens more and more often. And now you mean to tell me people are getting sucked out of planes? I, it's just I have this overwhelming sense of like this shit was designed to be safe, but it is not safe. Even it's, in it's, planes, it's designed
1: to be safe to an extent.
0: Yeah, but even Check in planes, yourself. I'm sitting there like this seat is not that uh hardcore. <laughs> like, what am I watching?
2: A car crashed into a house. Okay. Apparently, the cop went to. Oh my god! It. it hit a gas line. Did you watch that video? No. About you?
1: That is crazy. Obviously, the cop died.
2: I don't even know why. I have to go over I the
1: mean, he's he taking it point blank. God damn. So, he he had a gas line in the house?
2: The car, yeah. You see the guy. Mm-hmm. On, this, like, on the phone oh, he looks the like he's alright went to inspect the car and the, the, obviously the, the truck hit a gas line and the, just was there a the person car. in the car still? no there was a guy if he, he, saw he, he standing in the, tree, the background
0: man. no I think everybody would be fine in that situation the fireball definitely singed his eyebrows and shit but <laughs> <This> <laughs> he's crazy I think he's alive so I think on that note we'll end
2: maybe you can put the video point.
0: into the yeah that would be good yeah, on that note nice. maybe we'll, we'll end the podcast with a peace out bye peace out bye peace out bye y'all